Okay, so I've hit live starting. So I still haven't got live at mine, but I think it's there. Good morning, everyone. The budget came out last night, and like good real estate agents, we look for the changes, the incentives, and what the great news and silver lining is for you. Let's talk about it this morning. Yeah. On episode 447, good morning. Welcome to Morning Minutes. Myself, Michael Burgio, Mark Novak. Some big changes for the single ladies and men in the budget. Um, so what was some big key takeouts in Fed? Well, first of all, Mark, what is the federal budget? What's when people hear that, how does it affect them? Like what's, what's it really? Is it obviously federal is Australia wide and then what states have to implement it? What's a bit of a background? Should people uh, listen? Would you ask, hey, would you ask me that for? Yeah, um, ask, I didn't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, annually, I believe. Uh, yeah. the, uh, the, our, our, our government will turn around and uh, review um, our economy. They will make changes to our economy. And they'll make announcements uh, of what these changes will be. Uh, I do like a budget. I, uh, I do like change for some reason. Um, I don't like staying stagnant. Um, now, we've got a lot of debt there. We've got, uh, which we're trying to manage, which has come out of COVID. So we used to be sitting, I think, on about $40 billion worth of debt. Now we're sitting on about, a, I believe, about $160 billion worth of debt. Uh, but the country's doing well. Uh, job, jobs, you know what? Jobs are, are, are it's hard to get employees. You talk yeah. to a cafe owner, you talk to anyone, it's, it, it's hard. So that's a great problem has have compared to the opposite. Uh, but that's a budget it, in my mind, in my world anyway, and I'm and sure, be I'm, I'm honest, sure and, I'm the most part wrong. And to be honest, this is some of the people go, well, wh like when you vote for someone, prime minister, this is sort of where you see what where their goals are and what they actually sort of stand for. So like, yeah, we voted in a couple of years ago, but these are the, this, what, this is where you can see their intentions. If they make good decisions, this is where you should actually focus on, even though in the next election could be in a couple of years, you want to see what they do in these things and what they support. And um, Scott, Scott Morrison has jobs is a big one. I really like, I really like, I think I like it. I like a lot of the stuff he does. He focuses think, on that stuff. So, and I think the last four months they've, they've done good. I think they've, yeah. they've done good. And you know what, Birch, every good household needs a budget. Uh, yes. so every good country needs a budget. Every good business needs a budget. Uh, it is, it is a dirty word budget, but it's, it can also be if used correctly, uh, can be a fun one. It can be a healthy and good one, which I yeah. think last night's was, which yeah. brought us, which brings us to being single and ready to mingle. Uh, there's been a big, big incentive dropped by government last night that's been brought out for single parents yeah and that was it's very similar to the first home buyer scheme for first home buyers that was out with the five percent deposit um with limited spaces and there's 125,000 eligible single mums or dads um from divorce or family breakups they use the wording that they really want to incentivize to get back into how the housing market. Um, I know we had um, Rosie on who helps with the women's shelter. 
And yep. I sort of remember speaking with her. It can be, uh, especially if it's a messy breakup or a breakdown of the family unit that way, it can be very difficult for the wives or the husbands who may be breaking away from the person who brought in the money to buy, to buy a property. And then they get stuck in that rental, the rental rent game. And it's very hard to get out of because sometimes you're leaving that relationship with no money. You just need to get out of it. um, And you're living week to week and the thoughts of buying a property, you're like never again. So I think this is a very, very good incentive. Yeah, and I've, I think it's really good foresight. So You're breaking up. Uh, You've just tuned in. We're talking about the budget. We're talking about for single parents that have been put on the table for it. Uh, so for single parent budgets that have been put on the table have been amazing. Uh, now, if I know, uh, I know we do a lot of maths, but just just to give you an idea of what a beautiful and incredible incentive is, is, this is probably the best incentive I've ever seen in the marketplace offered by government. I think it's more healthier than first home buyers. I think it's more healthier than uh, looking after the retirees and what they're doing there. Um, I, I think it's, you know, single parents are a big part of our market. Now, Michael, you were conscious about this before. You mentioned that you, they're, they're, it's a double-edged sword because you don't want to promote. Correct, uh, yeah. There's, you don't want to promote being a single parent. Um, a lot of research and studies show children do a lot better in a two-parent home from yeah, their own education, everything. So whenever I heard, and I've seen in other countries where they've really promoted uh, single parent welfare, basically um, it went from there was in another country, it was like 25% single parents. And then with all the incentives, it went up to like 75%. And then that chain reaction to the children is not good. But when they I actually, thought, they actually made life better uh, financially for a single parent than they did for a married couple. Yeah, um, so, so incentivize people. It's a double edged sword. Yeah. Yes, but then after reading sort of their comments here, where it was like um, after a divorce or a breakdown, like it's. But they're also doing incentives for couples, so it's not this. It, it's both. It's. I think it's very good where you want to incentivize the people who may be in that scenario but you don't want to only give it to one pop, one part of the population because then people are like, well, what about us who are in a couple? Where's our incentive? You don't want people to break up just to get this incentive. But they said they're doing incentives for people in couples, but also in the single parents. So I think if you're going to ever offer incentives, you've got to offer it to everybody. Um, you can always tweak their requirements, but you don't, yeah, you, wouldn't, you don't want to promote being a single mum or dad for the children's percentage. So just a couple of shout outs. Luke Maroney, good morning uh, to you, buddy. Uh, Sean, good morning to you, buddy. Uh, government's goal uh, is to get re-elected. It's true. You've got to watch that that incentive uh, is uh, is not prevailing. Uh, more debt to come, the new normal. It's adding debt to us, to our country. It's true. Uh, it's adding pressure on the rental market. Well, don't forget, because for every single parent that comes out of the rental market, um, it's a landlord that gets affected. Um, well, and so- we spoke about, Mark, go over what we spoke about in our office meeting, how tough the rental market it is and that's because people are buying homes so on one on one spectrum 
yeah. sales is booming, but talk, talk us about that rental market. Yeah, so it, it's actually, it not only is it cheap, it's, it's the, one, of the, one of the, in terms of repayments, it's one of the best times in our country to actually buy a property with repayments and historic low interest rates. But that's now kicking on to historic low rental rates um, because a lot of buyers are just getting into the rental, a lot of tenants are just getting into the rental market. So, you know, I think um, I think it's a uh, it, that that may be fair, Birch, because uh, the landlord's cash position is actually better than it's ever been because interest rates are so low. So the landlord may be afford to take a little bit of a chip on rent, and they're still better off from where they were one, two, three years ago because the landlords, you know, were paying well, seven or eight percent interest and rates. And that's what the property managers need to be speaking about because we spoke about properties need to be adjusted in rents, $10, $20, $50 down. But what we didn't speak about was for the property manager to either remind the landlord their interest rates have been cut, the cost of owning that property is halved, so taking $50 off a week is okay. And But if you haven't refinanced, then bloody refinance because you probably could halve your expenses. So I think that's a big big thing we need the property managers to talk to their landlords about. Yeah, they're double dipping. You know, they're, they're, du- they're double dipping because they're getting a lower interest rate and a higher rent. That double dipping is not really happening because there's incentives like this overnight that are coming. Um, I just want to run the quick maths, what this actually means to a mum or a dad, a single parent. Yeah, um, these guys are, are now splitting their, their household income. That puts a lot of pressure because they're actually having to take two houses instead of where they would normally have one. Um, they're taking two houses and they've got the right to do that because of a relationship breakdown. Um, the, the rut that a single parent normally gets into is life goes by pretty quick. 20 years goes by. So you're divorced at 35 and uh, you've started to pick yourself uh, back up and go hard at 55, but you haven't purchased a property. Now, property is the biggest asset class in the country. You've missed out on, not only have you missed out on the market by not having you buying something, but the market's ran on you. It's run so hard, it's doubled once and doubled twice over that 20-year period. So I think it's really, really clever what government's doing. They're only issuing at the moment 10,000 of these grants to single parents. But get this, it's a 2% down deposit. And I want to give you an idea of how small 2% down actually is. It's 12 grand on 600 grand. So uh, it's uh, on 800 grand, it's 16 grand. That's all a mum, a single mum or a single dad will actually have to put down to buy a property of that value. They've got a lot of other criteria to meet. Like, you know, must have the right income, you know, you know, must meet the criteria of the government. There's a lot of stuff there. But like that is just unbelievable because that mum or that dad um, can now save for their future. They can invest in their in their future for the rest of their life. That's big. Yeah, and it's capped at seven hundred thousand the purchase price. So realistically okay. you need fourteen thousand dollars and I really like this because we've dealt with a lot of clients who are just stuck. And at the end of the day, on a property for 700,000, they're probably paying 25 grand a year in rent. So now they can put that towards the deposit. 
Um, even a nine, even a hundred percent mortgage on seven hundred thousand is probably going to be less than the rent they're paying. So they they will have they're going to have to pay that money anyway. So the government's basically saying, we know you can afford that weekly. You'll you'll be living week to week. We understand that, but we rather basically get you into a property and you can be paying off a mortgage rather than paying rent because we know you're going to be week to week. And don't forget that not only, not only is the government mate, letting you invest, helping you invest in yourself, not only are they mate, helping you invest in your family by having a roof over your head, they're helping you invest in your in a financial future. Now, in what puts that on steroids, and a lot of people miss this, a principal home of residence, that's a house that you live in, that home has no tax. Mm. So when that doubles that what you've purchased in 10 years and if you decide to dispose of the property, you're not paying any tax on that investment. There's not many tax, there's zero tax investments in this country. Yes. And one thing as well, Luke said, yeah, 12 to 16K, not much skin in the game. And I think the government's view on that is correct. There's not much skin. But one, the rental market, the sale market's so hot, they're always the banks will be able to recoup their money. Two, at that purchase price, they have to live somewhere. Like, so it's not like they're saying you can go buy an investment unit or a luxury property. It's really to like you in Sydney, New South Wales, where the cap is, you can't really lease anywhere for less than twenty five grand a year. Like, it, it's pretty tough so they'd rather you own a property than pay that so even though it feels a little bit loose when the reality is it's not one only 10,000 people out of an eligible 125,000 two it's under 700k so it's really but for a lot of people that will mean the world yeah, look, and I think, uh, guys, if you like what we're talking about this morning with what the government's um, spoken about, the broker, your next, sorry, about um, first home single parents, your next move is to talk to a broker. So if you're seeing this incentive out here and going, shit, this is great, what do I do now, what do I do now, you're, and you're stuck in um, in accommodation where you want to go and buy now, maybe you're renting, maybe you're in a, in a, a marital home and you want to do your own thing, um oh another thing as well michael you don't have to be a first home buyer for this oh that's good because they may have used yeah. it when they bought with their husband or wife so yeah. that's really important yeah so then your next move as if you're single and ready to mingle in property your first welcome <laughs> call michael virgio um and we can do, uh, we can do both <laughs> and the property <laughs> and there's and there's only ten thousand, but the broker's the big the broker's the big one. You just want to see if you got that enough income to support that loan um, yes. to uh, to rock and roll. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what their income requirements are, to see if it's really loose or if it's still very very like yeah, because a lot of single mums may only be working part time, and instead of typically twenty percent of their income goes to rent, seventy percent of their income may be going to rent even if they're renting. So it will be interesting to see what that is. Absolutely. I think that's a wrap. Mark. I think that's a wrap. It's good. And, uh, and look, uh, I put the link to the article in there as well. So people can read it. Read up on the article that's in there. 
well done to to our our government and the budget. Um, I, I I think they've um, they've certainly struck a chord with me. Mm. Uh, I think I, I think that is like you know it is it is so important to help to help single um, uh, oh. singles. I like that it's something that will really help, but it's not like. You see, sometimes governments are like, we'll give everyone a thousand dollars, and you're sort of like buying people's favoritism or buying their vote, or just it's sort of not targeted. This is this is super targeted, super thoughtful. It's not like it's a large majority of people where they're trying to make everyone like them, sort of thing. It's it's sort of like it's just there to help, really help people, you know? Yeah, and it's a, it's it's a it's such a healthy discipline. It's like getting people to the gym. And yes. to start regular training, um, getting people into mortgages and start regular repayments and regular saving. I think it's a really healthy, healthy discipline that the government's promoting. Um, you know, we are the one of the highest ownership countries in the world, property ownership countries in the world, because of this sort of attitude that government's got to, to drop these sort of incentives. And Mark, it goes with what we've been saying, like the residential property market is just continued, it will continue to surge. I think to a minimum, at least until the country opens up. That that's sort of my stop and think where things will go until it all opens up, which could be in a year. The market, the government's just going to back double down because the property is going to be our biggest source of income. As you said, we've tripled our debt, and stamp duty capital gains is how New South Wales was in a surplus, with all other states weren't because we had such a booming property market so on a whole got whole national level we're just going to pump that market and i think the budget really shows we're pumping property pumping property yep. pumping construction here we go yep and and i and, and i say it all the time guys when those when those international borders open we are a great country to come and live and i believe that where the property market um, the property market will go through a second a second steroid hit when Agreed. those international borders open because you know uh, people aren't heading to America now they're not impressed uh, yeah. if, if, you know they and they're, they're looking uh, at, you know Asia's looking at us going good country um, yeah. Europe's looking at us saying good country um, and I think also um, you know the Northern America Southern America like, all, uh, you know all all those all those different places. We've put on a really, really good show. Yeah. People are going to want to come and live here and buy and invest. All righty. That's a wrap. Thank you, everyone. We'll be back tomorrow morning.